All right. Hey, guys, Greg is joining me, and so is Dave Hodge. Dave's down in Florida right now. Greg's down in Columbus. But we're going to talk a little uh, NBA Finals here. So Dave is probably the biggest Miami Heat fan I know, so obviously that's why he's here. Greg just brings a lot of basketball knowledge, and I don't want to claim I know a lot about these two teams, but I know a little bit enough that uh, hopefully we can BS about it a little bit. So Dave, let's just start with you. Being a Miami Heat oh, fan, God. pretty much the entire time I've known you, um, you were the eight seed coming in. You you lost the opening play-in game yeah. to Atlanta, if I remember right. Then yep. barely got by Chicago Bulls. And then, yep. you know, you go on this run. So what's your thought as a, a Heat fan? I mean – my expectations, yeah, going in, I, I figured they'd make the playoffs. So the fact that they were going to – because they were on the top end of that too on that mm-hmm. uh, the play-in and losing to the Hawks was rough. And then, you know, I figured they'd beat the Bulls, but then I figured they'd just get clobbered by the Bucks. So – and they beat the Bucks. I mean, four, I mean, going 4-1, that second game, I remember the Bucks just shooting their lights out with some three. And then when they came back, and I think it was like a – I forget what the deficit was in the fourth quarter uh, on that last game to come back and go to overtime and then get the win. It was just, I mean, I kind of, you know, I kind of, I was kind of joking. I think I said a meme to to Greg at, at uh, Will Ferrell when we say, I'm like, just living the dream or whatever from like yeah. old school or stepbrothers. <laughs> that was, that was kind of the feeling. I mean, I didn't think they would even get past that. I was just happy to watch them, you know, just watch them more in the playoffs. So, but yeah, then the Knicks, I mean, the Knicks was because of the, how bad they beat the Cavs. Mm-hmm. You know, I figured that they would be tough but um, and their size, but they got through them. And then it's always the Celtics is always a grind, too. So, I mean, the Celtics are probably my least favorite team. So, it was always because they they beat us last year. You know, they took us out last year and got to the finals. So, um, but, you know, when they're up 3-0, I'm just, you know, I'm – I'm in cloud nine. And then when they came, when they came back to tie it at three, three, <laughs> I thought to myself, Oh, great. You know, I'm going to be on the other side of history. Like the last thing I wanted to see was the heat on that side of the history. But thankfully, like for some reason too, and I, and I even Greg, you could testify to this too. I texted him and I was like, for whatever reason, after they lost the game six, I felt like really confident about game seven. I have no mm-hmm. idea why and had nothing to go off of on that, but just, I just figured they weren't going to let it go. So, and thankfully they pulled it out, so. And now they're a huge underdog again. I think they're, um, Nuggets are like, what, four to one favorites. And uh, I think the Heat are, you know, ridiculous underdogs. So, Greg, what's your thoughts on, you know, both the Nuggets and the Heat? Yeah, I mean, this is, I mean, it's really, I was trying to think about this today. This may be the most improbable run to the finals ever in the NBA mm-hmm. and as improbable of a run as there really is in any sport because the NBA seems to be 
it seems to go chalk more than like any other mm-hmm. you know, major sports playoff. So for an eight seed, but not only, and we didn't, we didn't even mention the fact that Tyler Hero breaks his hand, like, right. you know, arguably their second best player, worse or third best player. This is just an unbelievable run, um, but awesome to see and e- really easy to root for. Mm-hmm. Um, and Denver, it's like almost it, it, how, how long ago does it feel like Denver last played a game? I mean, I know it's going to be nine days. Yeah. So there's a lot of people coming in with like the, oh, like the Heat just played a seven game series. They just had to battle. Denver's been, you know, chilling out and resting. Um, that's not necessarily a great thing for Denver. No. So um, I think, I think it's going to be a really good series because I'm sick of counting the Heat out because they're, they've, they've, they've answered the bell in every series. And I think, I think this will be competitive. I think they have their hands full. I think they have another, it's kind of a whole nother set of challenges when you play Denver and Denver certainly seems to be the most complete team um, in the league right now. And certainly probably have the best player in the league. So, uh, but I still think it's going to be a really good series. Yeah. Well, the second time an AC got there and last time was the 99 Knicks, which I, who I remember them knocking out the number one seed Miami Heat in the first round too. I think <laughs> yeah. that was. I think I remember Patrick Ewing blocking Tim Hardaway's tying three pointer. So I mean, but uh, yeah, and, but that that wasn't as much of an anomaly because that '99 season was like a strike shortened year. Yeah, that's right. And I actually look back at the records, and they only finished like six games back of like the number one seed that year. So it wasn't like this crazy like weird seed i i even heard like jeff van gundy say who was their coach we probably would have been like the third or the fourth seed if like the whole season would have like played out the way it should have so um but it is pretty remarkable when you think about it um so dave i'm going to throw this out to you only one other franchise since 2000 has made the the finals more than the miami heat do you know who that is uh since two, since your 2000 yep uh what about the lakers it is the lakers the lakers yeah. have made it eight times the miami heat have made it seven times in their franchise history all since 2000 which is pretty amazing how many times yeah how many times has lebron james how many finals has lebron made that? that's a good question is it hey. like well what uh Five four with the heat. Four with the heat. He was with Lakers. Um five with the Cavs. Five with the Cavs. Five with the Cavs. So that's ten. That sounds right. And yeah. More, four and six. More with the Lakers? Only one once? I think they only they only the bubble team. The bubble, right? yeah. Yeah, yeah in the bubble, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's and they beat the heat, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which is which is pretty crazy. So um Greg, let me ask you this. As me and you are both Cavs fans, Kevin Love is now on this Miami Heat team who the Cavs probably could have used, you know, hindsight uh, against the Knicks, especially for rebounding purposes. But are you happy for him? Are you a little bitter? What's your thoughts on Kevin Love? I don't really have any bitterness towards him. I, I don't think like, I mean, I know there was a little bitterness maybe on his part at the end. He wanted to, he wanted to go somewhere where he could play. He got that opportunity with Miami, and then now with with that being said, he's not seeing the floor that much like <laughs> lately. Yeah. Um, 
And, but you know, he's still a guy that could probably help them. And I, and I don't, I, it's weird. I don't have like, I don't have a lot of like strong feelings either way. Like he, he obviously helped us win a championship. I got yeah. nothing but love for him overall, but you know, it, if he wins one, he wins one, you know, if not, it, it's, it's, I'm, I'm not, I guess, really rooting for or against him and him in particular. Yeah. Um, but I know there's people out there that are like, you know, there's always going to be right. Haters. Yeah. It's like, I, I'm not worried about Kevin Love. All right. Follow-up yeah. question then. Yeah. So obviously we had some bitterness towards Dave's Miami Heat franchise for about a good four-year run there. Um, I know I was kind of happy for LeBron when he, when he won it uh, the first time. And then um, by the end, I was like, oh man, I hope the Spurs beat them. So he, you know, we'll get out of there and maybe we'll get him back in Cleveland, whatever. But, uh, you know, your thoughts on the Heat organization, you know, Pat Riley going all the way back to Le- the LeBron era and even before. So what do you, like, do you have any bitterness, resentment towards this Heat franchise? Or is it, to me, it's like a clear slate because I love Jimmy Butler it's kind of like an underdog group of guys. So your thoughts on that before we get to Dave. I'm 100% with you. Like, I don't have any, this, this heat team, I feel like is, I mean, I don't, I, I do not, I don't even look at them and think anything about LeBron being with the heat. I was almost mm-hmm. like LeBron coming back to Cleveland, winning the championship sort of wiped that mm-hmm. whole slate clean. And like they're, it's a, this is, it's a really, the, the Heat are a fantastic sports franchise and they've kind of done things the right way over the years. Pat Riley, obviously, I've, I saw some stat that he's been a part of 25% of the NBA finals in the last, oh, wow. I forget yeah. how many years it was, but I right. believe this is something along the lines of maybe his 19th, is that, that may be about right. I thought it was, I thought it was like his 19th final combined as like player, um, uh, Coach, coach gm president whatever wow. he is now, godfather um, <laughs> but like but but i but you know he's a he's a basketball legend of uh, he's mm-hmm. and and eric spolstra i love eric spolstra yeah and it's like a great story of just working your way up the ranks and he um you could argue that he's the biggest winner in this whole run here because you know, this, and for anybody, I mean, I know he got there in the bubble too. Like if anybody who didn't think that this guy is, isn't the best or the top two or three at worst coach in the NBA, like the, you run out of arguments now. You can't, you can't, there's not much to fall back on because he's done an absolutely tremendous co- coaching job this, this playoffs. Um, so yeah, no, no resentment. In fact, I'm rooting, um, I will be openly rooting for the heat. To okay, win. Yeah. Yeah, kind of same here too. Um, is there anybody that's coached longer than him besides Popovich? I wonder if there's anybody like I, I can't like Kerr is has not been there as long. I think he's the second most tenured. Guy. I think he's the second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, I'd have to double check on that, but I'm pretty sure, especially with the turnover in the yeah. NBA, the way it is. So, um, yeah, we'll double we'll double check that, uh, but. Dave, like your overall thoughts on just like, I, you know, we talked about the run, just like the guys on this team. So like, maybe just give us a quick like minute uh, yeah, thought yeah. on like the guys on this team. Well, you thought you hit it right. I mean, like 
I'll, I'll, I know this is talking about basketball, but as a Browns fan, I feel like we always get everything wrong. As a Heat fan, they just always somehow get it right. So mm-hmm. it's like kind of polar opposites for me, I feel, in many ways. But no, I mean, being a longtime Heat fan since 96. So, I mean, it's been forever. So, but uh, when LeBron fell and everything, that was, that was um, obviously awesome to see. I kind of felt bad in a way, too. I could say, because I do root for the Cavs behind the Heat. Uh, I was real happy when he went back and won with the Cavs, too. So um, it was a weird feeling. I remember all your guys the texting. I was like back in the day when LeBron went there. But talking about this current Heat team, I mean, I mean, I love these guys, too. And Caleb Martin has been, like, unreal. Like, he's mm-hmm. been playing. He had, like, one of the best series I've ever seen out there. I mean, they just seem to find a I love Bam Adebayo. I feel like the Heat always have a good a good center, you know, a good attacking center, a defensive center. That's always been my one of my favorite roles they had there. So uh and then Butler, I think Butler was for a long time one of the more underappreciated players in the league. And he's really just found this home here in, you know, in Miami. I think he's done great in Chicago and you know, before too. But I mean, um it's I, I to think they went this far though without Oladipo too, and then even though he's kind of like more of like a role player at this mm-hmm. point in the way, and Hero really coming up big. I mean, it's it's been a run that's been great. So yeah, but yeah, I think we got our hands full with Denver. A little worried about that, but well, just happy to be there. No doubt, no doubt. All right, so let's let's get into it a little bit. Um, I want to share the, my screen here with you guys. So we 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 know what both teams went through. Denver, kind of the easier path, obviously, as the one seed, but they did get past Durant, you know, Chris Paul, the Suns, uh, and Booker, obviously. And uh, the Lakers played them tough. The Lakers really did play them tough. I know they swept yeah. them, but every game was kind of a series. So um, let, let's go through, and this is just a quick graphic I made of the main guys that are probably going to play and be on the court for both teams here. So, um, you know, I put Tyler hero in there in parentheses because I don't know his status. Uh, I don't know if you guys have any update game on that. Three but... or saying maybe. Okay. So yeah. maybe back in Miami for, for game three, he'll be back. Um, but that would inject some life into that offense for sure. Uh, but you know, D- Dave, let me, let me just ask you as a heat fan first, What's your thoughts on the Nuggets? Yeah, uh, you know, as you, you know, we know they're a challenge, but what's your thoughts on them? Oh gosh, I mean, well, they got some lengths too. I mean, Porter and Gordon are big. You know, I, I think I worry about those guys like going off. Um, you know, Joker's going to get his, and Murray's, you know, going to get his too. I mean, they really have a solid starting five there, and it's yeah. I, I think what I'm worried about is Gordon. Because they is Gordon Porter because they had a great series with the Lakers and so mm-hmm. you know you could start hone in and target on a couple guys maybe get disrupt them a little bit but if those guys are clicking and there's just nothing you can do so okay Greg what what's your thoughts on the the Nuggets we haven't talked about them as much so what's your thoughts on them yeah I mean they they're they're a well oiled machine and they got in that starting lineup you flashed up there I mean you got five guys that can spread the floor shoot three pointers yeah. and then Dave's point you have you have a couple well, you have a, a a massively athletic guy in Aaron Gordon, a very athletic guy that can shoot the three in Porter Jr. Mm-hmm. But all these guys can get hot. And then you got the maestro that you know running the show um from the from I guess you'd call it the point center position. But 
just being able to just that that incredible ability to find the find the open man and and i think that you know they're they're at their it's like you know when you think about it it'd be interesting it's gonna be interesting to see what spolstra comes up with on these guys because i mean conventional wisdom you know from an x's and o's standpoint is play Jokic one-on-one because you just don't want him you don't want him passing the ball around finding guys open and getting easy baskets if if Jokic is going to score 30 35 points a game that's probably a good thing for the heat but this guy finds this guy it doesn't matter if you if you guard him straight up or you double team triple team he's still going to find the he's still going to make the good basketball play he's still going to make the right passes so it's just when they when they get hot when they have all those shooters and they get hot from the outside it's just like it's they're almost impossible to beat and then bruce brown off the bench is Mm. a a a high energy strong defender that can score a little bit too and just plays kind of big for his size and Mm -hmm. you know and then jeff green's kind of an ageless wonder too so (laughs) but they you're right i mean there's only seven guys up there and that's more or less what they go with but they're, they're very very deep um and tough and yeah when when you move the ball like they do and it, it, they're they're tough to defend they're yeah. Joker, yeah i mean he's gonna point he's gonna score no matter what i mean i still think back to that recent highlight where he shot that three-pointer like <laughs> he almost like shot it like this like over mm-hmm. his head like looked like he was playing in flip-flops and he was still like hitting hitting threes it's just that guy's impressive so it, i mean he looks like just a <laughs> big unathletic guy you would see at the ymca and he's the best player in the nba right now it's yeah. it's incredible it's yeah. incredible uh you know i saw a thing on on twitter where he was drafted during a or dave you might even have sent me this he was drafted <laughs> during a taco bell commercial during the nba draft he was like the 43rd pick or something like that it's just crazy so yes. um yeah. Yeah. Where, where i think the heat had their success against boston was that zone defense I, I saw, and I'm going to, I don't want to take credit for this. This was, uh, I believe this was uh, um, Ryan Rosillo said they play Miami has played the most zone of any team in the NBA of the, over the last 19 seasons, yeah. uh, like percentage based. Um, so Miami forced Boston, Boston was just chucking up threes. They were like seven of 40 at one point, I think uh, in game seven. And what is that like? That's not even twenty percent almost. Um, so not good. Where Denver can thrive, I mean, you put it, you put someone big in the middle. Uh, we all know there's two ways to beat a zone. Well, there's there's multiple ways to beat a zone, but the best way is get the ball in the middle, kick it out, either get get dribble penetration or, or hit the three mm-hmm. ball, and those are the two best ways to beat a zone. And Jokic, you put him right at the free throw line against the zone defense. And like, like Greg said, he's a freaking maestro. He will make something happen. And uh, Jamal Murray's playing great basketball right now. And um, all of these guys, like you guys said, they, they have shooters like crazy and and that's what you need against the zone defense. So um, I don't know. I don't yeah, know. They have two po- with Murray and Jokic. They have two point. I mean, they have, yeah, Two yeah. point guards at any given time out on the court, and you can't. I, I guess you could say that for Le, like teams with LeBron and another point mm-hmm. guard. Yeah, I mean it's like, I think Murray's averaging six assists in the playoffs, and Jokic is averaging at least ten. Right. Yeah. 
crazy ones, but yeah, yeah, it runs through those guys and the Heat's you know, gotta hit, they gotta be hit three, like Vincent, yeah. Duncan, and like Caleb gotta be hitting threes. I mean, I think that's how they have have a shot to get in. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how Butler plays because he was the hottest player ever and then kind mm-hmm. of went ice cold for a couple of games. I mean, the last game he, you know, he definitely, you know, I was almost on the verge in my head having Caleb Martin as the Eastern Conference Finals. And in fact, I looked up yeah. the, numbers, the votes Should and it was like seven to six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. The one, the one thing that the Lakers did, and this was like, this is a really small sample size, but there was, I forget which game, if it was game three or game four, but when they put Tristan Thompson on Jokic yeah. for like, I mean, this was literally was like for about four minutes, but he got, he was, he played, he played him very physically, got in his face. He didn't rattle him, but he definitely wasn't, that wasn't as effective in that short time frame. So, you know, I'm thinking Bam's going to have to really kind of, yeah, Bam's going to have to get very physical with, with Jokic, um, because that guy will just bully you around the court if you don't get in his face, make him work for it. But I don't know, like, I guess maybe Cody Zeller will get some minutes on. <laughs> I can't, I can't watch him play with that face mask on and like the bald head. And uh, yeah, you're, but, you're, uh, gonna, if you're gonna watch Jokic and like Cody Zeller playing against each other, and if and if they just kind of like blotted everybody else out on the court, <laughs> you just saw those two guys. And you showed somebody that, and you're like, "This is the NBA Finals right here." It'd be like, looks <laughs> like a YMCA championship, yeah. yeah. Um, it's kind of like our presidential <laughs> elections. This is this is the best we got. <laughs> this we got. <laughs> I tell you what, though, Cody Zeller, though, like he he plays hard, though. He like sprints up and down. Uh, get out of it. He does. He does. I mean, I, he's not. He's not. He's not awesome, but he's he definitely goes after rebounds. He doesn't. Hey, he doesn't have an off switch. He he plays hard. Right. I mean, it's not. He's not awesome, but he plays hard. So. so are you are you labeling him the classic white guy? Uh, his motor never stops. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he, he's not fast, but he's quick. You know, it's yeah. <laughs> not like Tony Romo describing a white wide receiver. So, <laughs> oh man! All right, so um, let's let's just uh, let's go real quick. Keys to the series and and your prediction. So. Dave, you're the Heat fan. I'm I'm leading off with you. Um, go for it. Your I mean, keys, keys to the series, and yeah, I mean, I think the keys. Well, the keys for the Heat. I want you gotta. I think you said it one. One of them, Greg, is that you gotta rattle. You gotta rattle the Joker a little bit. So you gotta get in the space, and you gotta make him work for it. That's one. I think hitting the three ball is gonna be big. I think yeah, if they're not hitting the threes, I'm not sure they're gonna be competitive in the series in some ways. And then. I think Butler's gotta gotta have some gotta have his moments. So he's gotta we gotta get like playoff Jimmy back. That's gotta that's gotta be there. Um, you know, that I think those are the three keys in the heat today. So Okay. And give me give me your prediction. What do you think? Who wins and how many? Oh man. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, realistically, I think I do think that I can't I, I have to pick the heat of being a heat fan. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna go ahead and pick the heat four to two. So okay, so heat and six, heat and six. Yeah. Is it Greg, still, what, it's still two three two, right? Do they still do that in the finals, or is it, or is it now they change that? I, I think two, it's two, two. I think two, it's two two, two, two one one one. Yeah, one, oh, yeah, no. yeah, yeah. Got it. Okay, yeah. Um, 
I mean, yeah, we talked about a lot of the keys. Uh, like you can kind of hit on. I mean, between Dave mentioned us talking earlier. I think, you know, as I look at this series, I think a key like that we haven't talked about is tomorrow night, game one. I guess when this airs, it'll be tonight. For everybody, who you know, we talked about the layoff and all that. I think it's a great opportunity for the Heat to go win game one. Mm-hmm. For the Nuggets to come out rusty and, you know, jump on them early, maybe similar to what happened the other night in Boston, get off the lead in the first half, steal game one. Mm-hmm. I, I really think that's the Heat's shot best shot in this series is to steal mm-hmm. game one if they don't do that then i think you start the, the machine starts cooking again and um and then it becomes tough um but yeah i think and i think it's getting tyler hero back and maybe having having that extra weapon is also important um yeah. that being said i'm rooting for the heat sorry dave but i do yeah. think the nuggets will win this series and i'm gonna i'm gonna pick them and um i was originally thinking six because um, I'm going to stick with six. I'm going to stick with six. Cause I was thinking game six was in Denver. It'll be in Miami, but I'm still going to say nuggets in six. Um, but I think the heat will battle and I, I think it'll be a really good series. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I don't see a ton of like blowouts either way in the series. I think the games will be competitive and, you know, I think it, I think it'll be a good final. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And two, and two really good coaches, uh, in this series, obviously we talked about Spolster, um, but Malone is a fantastic coach for Denver and, uh, you know, the, it's, it's going to be, I think Denver, uh, obviously more the offensive, you know, juggernaut, whereas Miami's more of the defensive juggernaut in this series. Um, but with that said, I, you know, Dave, again, I hate to go against the heat, but maybe that's a good thing because I've yeah, kind of gone against them in uh pretty much every series but uh the heat um i think will battle and i think like greg said if they can steal game one i think this becomes a series if if the nuggets roll them or or win convincingly in game one i think uh we might have a gentleman's sweep here so i'm gonna i'm gonna say the nuggets in five um and with with that said, you you do have the two best players, kind of playoff players, um, in the over the last couple of years in Jimmy Butler and Nikola Jokic. Um, you know, with you know, argue, you can argue Steph Curry and 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 whatnot, but Jokic and Jimmy Butler have been some of the best playoff basketball players over the last um, you know, couple of years. So we will see what that ends up being i don't know but i'm going with nuggets in five greg you're going nuggets in five or six 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 and dave has the heat in six so um i'm kind of going chalk here greg thinks maybe a little longer series and dave is going with the upset uh but you know going (laughs) with the heart as well and but i think like greg said too i won't be sad if my pick is wrong uh i i really there's something about this Miami heat team that I really like Um, just maybe that underdog mantra that they got going on, but they believe in themselves too. They don't feel like underdogs, I think in that locker room. Uh, So, so we'll, we'll see what, what happens there. Um, Any other final thoughts before we close this segment out and go to another one? Uh, Just to quickly close the loop on what we talked about on tenured coaches. 
So Popovich, number one by a landslide. Spolstra's two. Steve Kerr's three. Michael Malone is actually the fourth longest. Oh, coach. Wow. So wow. He's okay. only been coaching for eight years. And then this wow. is just funny. Like this list I'm looking at is old. And literally five through eight all got fired this offseason. So you want to be an NBA coach. The fifth longest tenured coach is Taylor Jenkins of the Grizzlies. He was hired in June of 2019. He's been a coach for four years. He's the fifth longest tenured. And JB is actually the sixth. Wow. Fun fact about Taylor Jenkins uh, of Memphis. He was a former assistant coach of Youngstown State's uh, uh, Coach Calhoun. Interesting. So he at, at Fairmont State, as well as the Boston uh, Boston's head coach as well. They were both assistants under Jared Calhoun uh, at Fairmont State before he came to Youngstown State. That so, is, that's wild. Yeah, so kind of kind of a cool little thing to bring it back to uh, Youngstown there. Um, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's really interesting. If, if you want to look at what a coach looks like when they start coaching versus what they and it's it's almost like a president you know it's like you you look at them coaching will age you so if anyone wants to be a coach it's it's a great great thing to do but it will not uh lengthen your your time on this earth let's just say that so <laughs> all right guys um we do, i actually have one more nugget real yeah. quick no pun intended um <laughs> another kind of oddball thing that could happen so Christian Brown, I think his name is pronounced mm. Brown, right? Mm-hmm. Um, if the Nuggets do win, he'll be the fifth player in NBA history, or yeah, fifth player in NBA history to win an NCAA title and an NBA title in back-to-back seasons. Hmm. Wow. It was with Kansas. Okay. So. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. All right. Let's take a quick break. Uh, and then we're going to come back and do the all-time rosters of both of these teams. Go. All right, running it back, we are going to do the uh, best all-time rosters. We've done this the past couple years for all the NBA Finals teams. Uh, last year, we did the Celtics and the Warriors. So the Celtics was really tough to cut it down to 12. Uh, you know, talking to Greg and Dave a little bit about uh, the Heat, uh, that's where we're going to start. The Heat are pretty easy to do at least the first eight or nine spots after that maybe a little tricky but um for a franchise that has not been around what 35 years we were just saying um they they have some amazing players that have uh donned that miami heat uniform so uh let's just start and we're gonna we're gonna build this like a starting lineup so we're gonna go two guards two forwards and a center and then we're going to go seven reserves, kind of any position, like a fantasy draft, kind of seven, you know, just whatever, flex players. So, um, Dave, let's start with the guard position. Give me your top guard for the Miami Heat, and I think this is probably pretty obvious. This is pain, pain, painfully obvious, but it's, it's got to be Wade. I yeah. mean, Wade County, man. I mean, he 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 is incredibly fun to watch. I mean – um even just with the years with him the 06 i remember the 06 championship vividly right i know shaq mm-hmm. was part of that team but that was wade's championship i mean he he 
I mean, he 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 had an unbelievable finals performance that year round. What the I think it was the Mavs there they beat. Yeah, so it was a uh, it was incredible. So we'll start with Wade. Okay. All right, Wade. And it, again, it doesn't matter if they're point guard, shooting guards, yeah. whatever. You know, we can we can be uh, flexible with this. Um, Greg, I'm guessing you don't have any qualms with Dwayne Wade on that list. Not at all. All right. All right. Dave, give me, give me another guard uh, who you think deserves to be in the all time Miami heat starting lineup. Not quite as easy, but I mean, so just to be clear too, I, I did base a little bit on like some factor of how long they play with the heat. Yeah. So, and like in years they were relevant there too. So, but I'm going to put Tim Hardaway there too, because okay. back to, Back to the days with that crossover, I remember him vividly, those Knicks battles in the series. Like I said, I can still remember Ewing trying to give him the three-point shot to tie and Ewing blocking it. So, But uh, I'm going to go Tim Hardaway. But there's a couple other names that you can put in guard, but let's put Tim. He'll be a true point guard there. So, All right. All right. Very good. All right. So we got Dwayne Wade and Tim Hardaway. Greg, you got any uh, any disagreements with either of those two? No, not at all. I Looking at this list, I really don't. I I don't think there's any. There, I think I don't think there's any more two clear guys than that would go in the starting lineup than those two. So Dwayne Wade and Tim Hardaway, uh, senior, is going in that list. Senior, uh, true, yeah. uh, so Tim Hardaway, Dwayne Wade are the guards for the all-time Miami Heat squad, according to us. Let's go to forward positions now. I think there's one obvious one, and then the other mm-hmm. one might get a little bit tricky. So, Dave, what do you got? Well, we'll go with the obvious one. We'll put LeBron there, right? Sure. We've got to have LeBron. I mean, you know, it's it's kind of funny. You don't, I don't think of him as like a Heat player, too. He's one of those ones where it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know if you – I, tra- I I guess I tied him to the Cavs more than anything. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got to put LeBron there. He's arguably the greatest player of all time. You know, it's a huge debate, and that will probably continue to be. And getting the championship there, I mean, he – he that first season was a little bit weird with them all together when they were trying to figure out who's the guy taking the shot, right? I think Wade still took it over, but then yep. he really clicked after that. So. so when his time – so the four years he was in Miami, they they kind of bookended losses in the finals, yep. and they won the middle two. Is that right? They won the middle two, yep. Okay. Lost to the Mavs, beat the Mavs, then – Beat the Spurs and then lost to the Spurs. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, LeBron James, I, you're not getting any argument from uh, Greg and I. Like you said, maybe the second best player, if not the best player of all time, um, depending on, you know, who you talk to. All right. Here's where I think a debate might start. Yeah. The second best forward position. Um, so, I'm gonna leave. I'm gonna I'm gonna have you and Greg talk this one out, and I'll I'll throw in my two cents at the end. So, Dave, why don't you start with who you think? Okay. Um, I I think I know who you're. Hopefully, they're, they're the same two that we're talking about here. But uh, this one could change in about three weeks from now to me. Mm-hmm. But I think for at the moment, I'm gonna put Bosch there. So okay. I'm gonna. I mean, he's he played. Six-time All-Star with the Heat, you know he he kind of hung around there with Wade, you know after LeBron took off, had some you know terrible health stuff that caused him to quit early, but you know 
I mean, obviously was a pivotal player. I mean, he was he was awesome in the fact that he got kind of shattered a little bit from with Wade and LeBron there. But um, but I'll say Bosch. Uh, what do you what do you think, Greg? Yeah, I mean, that's it's hard to go wrong with Bosch. He's a tremendous player. But actually, I I like Jimmy Butler here, and you're right. I think I think I think if they can win this. They can win this title, and I think you yeah. really make an argument that Butler's here. But what he's done for, and I, and I don't have offhand like how long he's been with the Heat, but I know it's been four, I think four or five, yeah. Three, and three, this will be a, this will be a second final, and this was this year was a little well for a while until Caleb Martin really got going. It it was like kind of reminiscent of when Wade. That weighed in 2006, where he was really just put the team on his shoulders and yeah, build him to the finals. Um, now that slowed a little bit in the last series, but yeah, it's just what he's done again. LeBron only played with Heat for four years, Butler's the same second final. I'd go Jimmy, and I think definitely if they can win this, win this uh championship, I'd go with him. But it's hard. Chris Bosch is a legend. I mean, yeah. I had Bosch, and then I had Butler, and then I changed it back to Bosch, so yeah, well. I had the same two guys as you, uh, as you both, but I'm going to go recency bias. And uh, I just freaking love Jimmy Butler. I love watching him play basketball. Um, and I think the team he is playing on is not nearly as good as that team Bosch was playing on. So I'm going to say he raises that level of team play Um so, Dave, even though you're the Heat fan, we're going majority got, roles here, and we're going to go Jimmy Butler with the other. You got no arguments with me there. Like, I, I it was a tough one. So, and I feel like Jimmy Butler could be a two, a three, or a four. He's he's a pretty versatile player. Mm-hmm. Um, but for that, so I'll tell you what, we're just going to put Chris Bosch right in the automatic uh, first reserve spot, uh, sure. at least to start. Um, well, it doesn't matter what order, but uh. Because we're gonna have another big debate right here, I think. So, uh, so the the center position, um, I have, I have a name written down. I I know who it is, Dave. I don't know which way you're going because I know you love both of these guys yes. at the center spot. Most franchises would die to have one of these guys, let alone both of them uh, that have played for their team, especially at the highest level. So, Dave. Who let's just say it's either Alonzo Mourning or Shaq. Yeah. Uh, so who is your guy you're going with at the center spot and why? Man, this is this is this is hard because my number one and I'll, I'll say one A, one B, you know, yeah. <laughs> players or whatever. But I have to pick Zoe. I have to pick Zoe. Okay. He is, I mean, he's the reason I, I became a Heat fan. So to, okay. to like put him in my top, you know, I followed him from I was a Hornets fan. And I followed him to the Heat, and I just stuck with the Heat since '96. So, okay, but, yeah. I mean, put Shaq and he pushed Bosch down, put Shaq there. I mean, it might just start Shaq with them, and you know, bump <laughs> bump somebody. But I mean, it's hard <laughs> to argue, and just because of longevity, like I said, like he played with Heat so many, and he's even still with the Heat now, right? You know, so yeah. Shaq, a couple of good years there, but you know, Shaq's best years, of course, I think, was a Laker. So, okay, okay. Greg, um, I have a I have a different answer, so I'm gonna let you uh, you break the tie on this one. I get to be a tiebreaker. Yeah, I mean, I am I'm going with Zoe. Um, okay, Zoe, Zoe for a lot of the reasons that Dave said. I think it's 
it's hard with Shaq. Like it, it you know, and, and I know we just did it with LeBron where we, he's more of a calf, but maybe selfishly than anything. Yeah. You know, I, I think Shaq will always be a Laker to me. Um, and Zoe is just like the face of the franchise. I mean, I think it's, when you think of greatest Miami Heat players in the totality of their career, it's probably Wade one, Zoe two. So with that, I'm going to, I'm going with Zoe. Let, let me just ask this. So we're going to go with Alonzo Mourning at center, two to, two to one vote here. But let me ask this. How many titles did Alonzo Mourning win versus Shaq in Miami? He won the one. So well, he was on the team. Well, they won the same one. Same one. Yeah. On the same team. Oh, yeah. But, but, yeah, right, right. But, yeah. but Shaq had a slightly bigger role. In it. Yeah. Shaq, I mean, he started. Yeah, exactly. You know what? That's how bad it is. I forgot that Morning was even on that that team. But like you you said, he is Mr. Miami basketball. So we're going to go with him. Um, I mean, nobody I mean, let's gets not, near let's Riley not, at the game. Not. You see him there. Like nobody gets near Riley. No one wants to get near his mess with Zoe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, did you? Well, oh, go know. ahead, Greg. I was just gonna say, let's not get it twisted here. If we were just saying straight up, like who yeah, players, center, Shaq or Zoe, there's no question about it. But yes. this is totally like in the context of Miami Heat players. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would. I. I completely. I'll. I will completely agree. Yes. And I. I love that shot they showed of Riley and Morning in the crowd the other day at Boston. They're both. Just arms crossed, like very business-like. Uh, yeah. Maybe almost like going back to our Sopranos, or not Sopranos, uh, uh, Goodfellas podcast that we did. Like you could see them both like heading into the Boston locker room and doing some damage if, if needed. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, our starting lineup is going to be Dwayne Wade, Tim Hardaway, LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, and Alonzo Mourning. And then your first two reserves are Shaq and Bosch, which not not too bad. Like you said, though, Dave, if you wanted to pop one of those guys, put Shaq and Morning in the starting lineup, you could argue LeBron can just play your point guard position and and bump yeah. everybody down. But uh, but right. that's what we're gonna go with: Wade, uh, Hardaway, James Butler, and and Morning with Shaq and Bosch as your first reserves. All right, so we have five reserve spots left for the all-time Miami Heat team. Um, so I have a bunch of, well, I actually, I only got about eight guys left on my list that I think could qualify for these five spots. So Dave, let's start with you. Who is a must have on this, on this roster? Yeah, it's tough. I mean, with, I'm going to go. Yeah. And I was kind of leaning. I mean, he's again, not a long time heat player, but. I gotta put I'm putting Ray Allen out there. So okay. he I'll I'll never I watched that highlight in game six where that step back shot with the pass from Bosch so many times. I mean, I love I mean definitely not with a guy that you think Miami Heat for sure, but pivotal right. and basically would not have probably would not have gotten one of those titles if it wasn't for him. So um I'm putting him on the list. That's fair. That's fair. Greg, any disagreement with that? No, not at all. I I had him kind of for reasons like you don't think of him as a Miami Heat player so much. I had him down my list, but I had him in the top 12. So I, I definitely agree with that of adding him to the list. Um, so we have eight guys on our list. Let's go to 
the next one. Um, Dave or Greg, whoever wants to take this one. I'll let Greg throw one out there since I've been. Yeah, what what you got in the list? Yeah, let's go with let's go rewind it a little further into earlier into heat history and put Glenn Rice on there. Yes, yeah. that guy yeah. was a that guy was a problem. Yeah. Um, and also, even though he went to that school up north, one of the mm-hmm. great all time college basketball players too. No, yeah, I Glenn Rice he was. Yep, I think it was that All Star game in Cleveland in like 95 or something didn't he score like 45 or 50 points like oh, yeah. i could just shoot the ball like crazy that's yeah. insane um yeah glenn rice is a really good one and like greg said he was a problem that guy could score the basketball um all right no arguments for me there um dave let's go back to you okay all right well i'll go three more guys all right i'm gonna for one of those three i'll put it up in the front, I got to put Bam in there. So I mean, okay. not a not a long time Heat fan, but I think he's one of those guys, kind of like Zoe, that I can see him there a long time. Yep, don't see him going anywhere and just having a good career. So maybe a little bit premature, but again, maybe that changes in a couple of weeks, depending on how how you can guard the Joker. But let's both Bam. Okay, yeah, he's been he's been an All NBA player too. So yep. you know, a top fifteen guy in the league. Um, yeah. You okay with that, Greg? Yeah, I think so. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, we got Bam Adebayo on the list. So we have 10 guys. So now we have two more to fill and I think I have five more guys on my list. So, um, so, all right, Dave, let's go to you. What do you think? Go back to me. Okay. All right. Um, these three guys are, I don't think which way I want to go with one of these two. So I have them all in my honorable mention, but I'll probably throw, I'll throw Eddie Jones in there. Mm, that's a good okay. One. Yeah. I mean, kind of a, you know, definitely a role player, just as kind of a true scorer. Um, you know, there's other, there's a couple other guys that'll go for different reasons above him or not above him, but like basically in the same line, but sure. we'll throw Eddie Jones in there. I always enjoyed watching him shoot three. So. Okay. Um. I had I have Eddie Jones towards yeah he's he's in my top twelve as well, Greg. Right. You okay? Yeah, I can with live, that? I can I can live with that I can live with that but I got two that and now there's two that I feel like should be both should be on the team that are going to be left off but that's you know that's the nature of it you can only give it. let's let's hear let's, 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 let's just hear them yeah go for the two and we'll see we'll we'll argue it out so i'm going like og old school ronnie cycli i think yep. has to be on the list mm-hmm. um and then i mean grandpa haslam man like he's been there forever <laughs> i know he was never like he was never like great but yeah. he's, he's been there his entire career, right? His entire career, twenty. Yeah, yeah. I, I've, and it's I've like had a lifetime award. achievement award, and he's still there. <laughs> he's he's so old they don't even play him, even when <laughs> even when they're screaming for him. It's a thirty point game; they don't even bring him in. But. I I had those those two as well. Um, so we have a decision to make. So um, Ronnie Cycli, Eddie Jones. And Udonis Haslam, only two of them can make the the roster here. I think Greg and I are are fine with any three of those guys. Yeah. So Dave, you got you got who gets? Fair, I also had 
I also had Gary Payton on the list, who was there for a year. Or two. <laughs> no, then, no, Gary Payton, I love him, but the glove does not make it. And I also had Super Mario Chalmers, even though he that, won. That, that's not bad. That's not bad. Mar- yeah. I mean, he was a, he was another Mario was one of those guys who was like he wasn't an all star, but he was long time with the Heat and pivotal, of course, during the 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 championship years. The, I mean, the I'm other... fine with Cycling, and I had a Hasselman list too. I feel like okay. you got to have Hasselman as like your 12th man because. Yeah. I mean, the guy played college in Miami. Yeah. Actually, he lived in Miami, grew up, went to Florida, and then went back to Miami and played the rest of the. Yeah, he's going to own. He's going to own a bar or restaurant on in South Beach. One He'll day. be like a part of the team doing something. Yeah, yeah, no doubt. All right, so um, Eddie Jones, we, with all apologies, you'll you'll be on a two way contract right. with the G League team. We'll but, put him uh, in Utah or whatever. <laughs> But all right, that, I, that's a pretty damn good list there. I mean, that, there's not a whole lot of teams that are beating that that team. Um, so Ronnie Cycli and Udonis Haslam round out that list with, again, all apologies to uh, um, Eddie Jones. The only other guy I had on my list as an honorable mention was Hassan Whiteside. Remember that guy? Mm-hmm. He oh, was yeah, yeah. pretty damn good for like three, four years. He kind yeah, he of awesome. faded out, but yeah. So. All right. All right. So we got our heat squad. I'll post that later. Um, let's go. This is a little bit more challenging here. The Denver Nuggets. They are uh, a team that has not been uh, perennial power. Um, they've been really good for a lot of years, but not a perennial power. But let's go ahead. And uh, Greg, I'm going to let you lead off with this one. Give me any one of the five starting spots uh, that you want to start with. Well, I mean, there we'll go with. We'll, there's a few layups I think on this. Yeah. Um, so we 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 kind of all know where one of them is going to be, but I'm not going to go with the the most obvious layup. But we'll go with a guy that just recently retired from the NBA, um, in a forward in a, in a forward spot. I would go with Carmelo Anthony. Um, started his career in Denver, had a lot of good years, and, um certainly a future hall of famer okay yeah i, I i'm good with that dave you good with that yep he's right. in my starting five for sure so. all right so let's just go to the the obvious one that's a current player now and Jokic. is 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 he he's got to be the starting center yeah uh two-time mvp could argued three-time uh mvp but both of them wore the number well Jokic wears 15 Carmelo Anthony wore 15 Mm. if you had to retire one of those two numbers what like what are you doing as the Denver ownership or you just worry about that in 10-15 years yeah I assume they'll retire Carmelo's 15 still let Jokic wear it and they'll put Jokic's 15 up there and they'll just hang two 15s yeah yeah nothing wrong with that Save a save a number too. It's not like the <laughs> yeah. Celtics where they got like thirty numbers retired, either. So okay, all right. So we're going with Carmelo Anthony at a forward spot, Jokic at a center spot. Um, uh, Greg, let's go back to you. You're gonna kind of take point with this. Uh, we let Dave take point with the uh, the Heat. You're gonna take point with the Nuggets. So give me uh, give me your next guy. In yeah. The so lineup. yeah. So another guy that this was. I vaguely remember him, but this was a little early on in all of our lives, but like tremendous player, basketball hall of famer at a guard spot. Alex English was yeah. just mm-hmm. 
I know it's like, you know, the name, I can't say that I've really watched him play that much, but you look at his numbers and I know those Nuggets teams, like in the late eighties, like sort of were like, you know, they were ahead of their time in a way. Cause they, mm-hmm. they used to light up the scoreboard and kind of play fast. And he was a big part of that. Yeah. For his career, 22 points a game, uh, five and a half rebounds, three and a half assists. Uh, so great stuff. And, and I mean, they used to score in like, like Greg said, one thirties, one forties, uh, at, at a lot of different times. So I, I think that's a solid pick. What's impressive with him, I would say, and I, when I was looking up some of the stats too, like with all those years with Denver, I mean, he was averaging roughly 28 points a game, but also mm-hmm. shooting above 50% as a yeah. guard. I mean, that. That part was impressive. I mean, when you look at people who average that and shoot about 50%, I mean, you got like LeBron and a lot of centers and forwards, but yep. yeah, yeah, real impressive. I got Great. Alex Nixon there too. Absolutely. Great point. Great point. Didn't even realize that. Um, all right. So we have a guard spot, a forward spot, and a center spot filled. So we got a guard and a forward left to go. Greg, uh, who's your recommendation for the next guy? So this is another guy that this guy I've never saw play. Um, but by all, all accounts that I've read and heard is could have been one of the greatest players of all time. I think he got into some drugs, um, but was kind of like a little bit, a little flash of MJ before MJ came David Thompson at the other guards. Mm-hmm. Um some ridiculous stats. And if you look at him, I know this isn't a college, uh, <laughs> this isn't college doesn't count, but he, um, he had an incredible college career at NC state. He scored over 70 points in an NBA game, which we know that because Donovan Mitchell did it this year, how rare that is, um, was unbelievable. His career again was cut a little bit short, I think due to a drug addiction, but he was, unbelievable yeah yeah Yeah. they call him skywalker and like i was reading like they they kind of i forget they said they they were kind of of lebron jordan kobe and tracy mcgrady all like in a blend of them and those are some pretty good names let's put it that way so yeah yeah Yeah. and and i think with guys like that it's like you always wonder too you know if he didn't if his career didn't get cut short like what could he have been or how would we have thought about him now would he have been like a Magic Johnson type, you know, yeah. like a Michael Jordan type? Um, so uh, I will say I have him as a backup guard in my list. So I, well, I will say I had it was between him and another guy I had on my list for the other starting guard spot who will now, uh, but I'm, I'm good with David Thompson. So we, uh, we'll, we'll talk about the other guy in a minute here, but uh, we got David Thompson, Alex English, Carmelo Anthony and Nikola Jokic. So we got one forward spot to round out this uh, list here. So what... actually, I mentioned Alex, Alex Hamilton is actually, actually a forward too. I mean, oh, he's he... He actually a small forward. Yeah. Oh, all right. All right. Well, spot. Alex English. Alex English is a forward. Yeah. He's a small forward. Okay. Um, there was a guard too for a minute too, but um, no, I actually wrote down he's a forward. Oh yeah. Six, eight. Yeah. 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 Oh, all right. So better. we're, we're going to move him to the, well, that makes my next. Uh, yeah, next why don't you go for go for who you had? All right, so you guys can push back on this if you want, but I'm going to go with a guy named <laughs> Lafayette 
but we all would know him as Fat Lever. <laughs> yeah. And I, gotta, I, 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 I wanted him in the starting lineup just based on that nickname alone. But, uh, but that that would be my pick based on his numbers, uh, kind of his career and all the different stuff he's done throughout uh, his history. And like when you got a name like freaking Fat Lever, I mean, come on. He- yeah. He's the um, I got him in a lineup too, and I actually one one nug one nugget, no pun intended, again I guess about <laughs> him that he's the only player in NBA history to have averaged fourteen points, six assists, six rebounds, and two steals a game for his entire career. Wow, um, that's pretty. So he's pretty well rounded. We'll say that. Yeah, yeah. Well, when your name's Fat Lever, you're gonna be <laughs> you're well all rounded. There's a lot. There's a lot of <laughs> a lot of jokes in this one. <laughs> A lot of jokes, a lot of little nuggets in here. Oh man, Greg, what do you, what do you say? Are you good with those? I'm good. I'm good with that. Yeah, yeah. All right. That's good because my second forward spot was a little rough. I like the swap. English. Yeah, I, good. Uh, good call there, Dave. And yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Good. So we got Fat Lever, David Thompson, Alex English, Carmelo Anthony, and Nikola Jokic. Pretty damn good starting five there. All right. So let's go to our. Um, our bench here. And again, this could be in any order. It doesn't have to be like based on your favorites or any position. Um, so I'll, I'll just, uh, Greg, let's throw it out to you. Who do you give me, a, give me a reserve for this team. Um, so I'll go to Kemi Matombo. Oh yeah. The little finger wag. Cause yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think it goes without saying he was a, a good, one of the, probably one of the all time great defensive centers and, Mm-hmm. in our game and and up until Nicola arrived he was he'd probably be a starter on this team but good guy to come off the bench and provide some defense and some spark and a little bit of swagger no doubt no doubt I'm I'm in agreement with that yeah. Dave I know you are you you like those big guys especially with Shaq and <laughs> so and uh anyone who's blocking uh, shots like white side I love white side yeah like, who swap shots yeah all right, all right, Dikembe, our uh, our first reserve. All right, we got six guys left. Uh, Dave, who's who's another one on your list? You know, I had another guy that in the starting lineup, but I mean, he was kind of questionable. But I'm gonna instead of the obvious one that's playing now, I'm gonna throw out uh, Allen Iverson. I mean, he played, you know, I mean, most of a Philly guy, but his first couple of years in Denver were pretty good. You know, he kind of tailed down, but I feel like he's got to be on the He's got to be in the 12 there, right? Maybe, maybe not. Greg, Greg, I'm going to let you, I have him as an honorable mention. Yeah, it's tough because he, um, he only played what, two or two years, maybe three years. I think, I think he, four, I think it was two. Three years. three years. I think it was two. But he well, did. Yeah, they did him. Yeah, it was pretty much two years. Yeah. He did but have, still he did have, have one really good season with that. I, I, yes. I think I I'll I I'm I'm fine with it. You know, I think we can litigate some of these other ones and see, but I, I you know, yeah. it's, it's a good way to get a, a is I think some of the other guys we're talking about aren't aren't gonna have like the name cachet that uh, Allen Iverson has. So maybe it, you know it's it, oh, I, don't, I, I think it's good. All right, we're gonna put him as our uh Udonis Haslam twelfth man right now. And if he okay. gets bumped, he all gets right. bumped. All right. So um all right, Greg, give me give me another guy. Um, so I know this, I, I know this guy is a coach, um, but he's a, he's a hall of famer, uh, mm-hmm. basketball player too. Can't tell you a thing about him. 
Uh, he might add a little bit of Cody Zeller in him, but I'm going to say I'm going to go with Dan Issel. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, seemingly a pretty damn good power forward. And again, he's in the Hall of Fame. I mean, when I when I look when I look at guys and I'm like, and I go on their Wikipedia page and it's like, you know, Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Like, he probably should be on the list. <laughs> yeah. 23 points, nine rebounds, two and a half assists, uh, one steal and a half a block a game. Pretty damn good number. So Issel, and and he's a coach right off the bench there too. So he, he knows what he's doing. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. All right, I'm going to throw out my guy because I have always loved this guy. Uh, when I first started really getting into basketball in the early to mid-90s and like kind of really following it a lot, this guy like made a huge run with John Calipari in the tournament. I'm going with Marcus Camby. Uh, I love this guy as a player. He he was a great Denver Nugget. Um, he His numbers are like weird. Like he would have some games where he'd have like four points, but he'd have like 20 rebounds. Um, but he was like a, just a defensive think of like Evan Mobley, uh, Anthony Davis, Chris Bosch type defender, Kevin Garnett type defender. Uh, maybe not quite to their scoring prowess, but, uh, but basically a 10 and 10 guy for his career. Um, but also two and a half blocks per game which is uh, pretty crazy uh, in, in the NBA. So I'm going to put on Marcus Camby on um, my list. I had him there too. And yeah. it's crazy to think that he's like the third center on the team, right? You know? mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> we're, we're, we're playing, we're playing big. We're, we're playing big playing on this whole, team. A yeah. lot of small ball. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we have for, for sure three spots left. What do you guys say? Um, let's go. Let's go current team. I think yeah. they were hinting at it. I think he's earned it at this point. And yeah. yeah. Hopefully for the Pete fan's sake, maybe he doesn't earn it anymore in these next two weeks. But if he certainly might, Jamal Murray. Yep. Yeah. That's the worry there. Okay. All right. Jamal Murray. So I think we're pretty set with our four guys. And then Iverson maybe is a maybe. So let's just throw out the rest of the names we got and 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 see who uh see who sticks based on uh, majority roles here so um okay. i'm going to throw out another guy um this is a guy that was kind of in our era kind of like high school college uh, but nene he just went by nene but it was nene hilario i believe um but he was like a freakishly good he was kind of like a marcus canby type like had um you know, I don't have his numbers in front of me, but he was a really good defender, but a really good overall player. But I think of like him with the Denver Nuggets. He's a and he he was there like ten years or something like that too. So yeah, he was a long time, long time Nugget. So I have him on my list, but we, that could be debated. Um, I'll uh, throw out Antonio McDice. So. Oh, I like that one. Okay. Yeah, I mean, probably. You know, he. I mean, I think he's a. He's in the um I'm looking at it right now to make sure I'm right. But yes, he's selected at least one all-star game with the Nuggets. Yeah. So okay. he um guy could throw down the hard. I remember him having some hard dunks. So I feel like with a name like McDice too and, and the Nuggets, you could get a real good endorsement deal with uh McDonald's. Uh, <laughs> uh Greg, who who who's on your list? Yeah, I mean we'll go with a little older, but um a great basketball name, Kiki Vandaway. Yep. 
Um, I was actually surprised looking him up some of the years that he had. I think he actually averaged like 29 points a year. Um, and, you know, again, these, those are those were those the you know, fat lever, uh, Alex English. He was on those teams. Yeah. You think about they had those guys and then he, uh, he was actually. Yeah, second in the Kiki Vandeway was second in the league in scoring in 1983 and third in 1984. But in 1984, he averaged 29.4 points a game, which never would have guessed that. Um, yeah. Didn't play with Denver that long, and he's only there like five years, but he had some really good seasons. Yeah, you know, shooting like 50, almost 56%. I just see would be Chauncey Billups or Lafonso Ellis uh, to my Billups. So let's go, let's do this. Let's do a quick vote here. So we got Nene, or I'm sorry, Nene is on the list. We got McDice, Kiki Vandaway, Chauncey Billups, Allen Iverson. Four guys for two spots. How do you want to fill it out? I didn't put the name because I'm like, we already got those centers. Oh, okay. All right. All right. We'll, that's that fine. That's my argument, but that's I mean, fine. He is, if you're going by like longevity, like how we did that with the Heat, you know, the Shaq, Shaq, so the bait, even though it's not the same, but Iverson and Nene are two completely different players. But yeah. <laughs> All right. So we need a guard. Greg, what do you think? Yeah. I don't mind. I like, I like having Iverson on there. I'd say Iverson and Kiki. All right. All right, very good. So I got Nene on this list, though, based on what we've got. So do we want to switch him out with Antonio McDice? I'd go Nene. I'd go Nene over McDice. Okay. All right. Interesting. You don't want to throw J.R. Smith in there for uh, that's a good one. High. <laughs> Javale McGee. Oh, Javale McGee. <laughs> oh man. Well, we got a good list there, though. So I'll post that on our social, but. Uh, this was good, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, I'll say one more thing, though. There's one player that I looked up that it's like kind of 